When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about our humanity impressions and our predictions, hopes, and dreams for next week's PlayStation Showcase. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Tim. That's Blessing. That's Janet. And I'm Greg. You can get PSI Love You XOXO each and every week over on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get dozens of monthly episodes of exclusive content. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You, of course, can support us for free over on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, and more with the Epic Creator Code KindOfFunny. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without any of the cool bonus content on Patreon by going to YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Nope, that's not right. That's the other. It's every week here. Every week. Every Friday, yeah. usually. Usually. Something happens, which, you know, we were talking about the other day about what we might have to do. He's winking a lot It's going to happen. Cool Whoa. stuff's happening. Bro. Stuff's happening. Cool I know stuff? what it is. I don't, I don't think season. I know this. No, you oh. do. Remember how we talked about review season and how yeah. there was like a, is, is, oh. we're going to do the thing we were talking about to do the thing. Oh. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays. Well, let's start with the PSN message from you. Blessing. Greg. Janet. Greg. Tim Geddes has graced us with his presence. Whoa. You believe it? I know. All I was took, excited to see this on the run of show. All it took was, you know, hey, we're going to finally do a PlayStation showcase. Yep. E3's back, baby. Mm-hmm. Kind of dead, whatever. A predictions episode. My favorite type of content we sure. ever do here at Kind of Funny. So it's this. It's the live reaction stuff. So, yeah, of course I had to be here for, for PlayStation. Well, We've been o- overdue for a PlayStation showcase, Greg. And I'm very excited to talk to this group of people, the experts, about this stuff. We'll get to it in one second. As you know, every PSN uh, message comes from the audience. You can write it for free over at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y to be part of the show with these little percolating thought starters. And we'll start with you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Mark writes in and says, best dual shock go. I mean, I love that question. And my answer already breaks the question itself. Dual sense. Yeah, I was you. wondering the, if, you, if the, we can throw in the dual the sense. The dual yeah. sense edge specifically. I've been oh. playing through it the last couple months. I love this thing. It is definitely uh, my favorite modern controller but i think it might just be my favorite controller battery life could be better could be much much better but the quality of that thing i'm a d-pad boy love my 2d platformers love rhythm games so having that nice d-pad big fan of that i like the placement of the analog sticks and i know that's kind of a a big thing people have issue with but the biggest thing for me i don't like bubble buttons on the face Mm, you know so that's why the xbox controller not my fave dual sense all those things feel so good so dang good. If I can't go dual, dual sense, though, I mean, I, I literally feel like they've just gotten better with the exception yeah. of the six access. Yeah, of course. The six access was the miss. That was the problem right there. Here's a question I have for you, Tim, that I'll explain mm-hmm. to the panel on top of the question we already have of best dual shock. But 
you talk about the battery life not being great on your dual sense edge mm -hmm. what are, are you running out of battery playing because oftentimes yeah. we'll have people lob complaints at the dual sense the you know in general uh, playstation controllers before it about that and that's i feel like i play games more than most human beings mm -hmm. and it, obviously you know ben has changed my life in terms of when i play but i still do and even when i was running the marathons i felt like i wasn't killing controllers the way people online talk about killing controllers yeah, I mean, uh, I, I feel you where I don't think, and for me, it's not as bad as some people make it out to be, at least in my experience, but compared to my Nintendo Switch Pro controller uh, that I use okay. all the time. Completely unfair. Yeah, but you, I, I bought a Nintendo Switch Pro <laughs> controller, charged it once, motherfucker's still, it's going. still going. It's like, whatever, yeah. I don't need anything. Uh, and then the Xbox uh, Elite Series 2 as well. Like, yeah. both of those, like, I, I, I know that I can just pick them up and they're going to work. I feel like with the DualSense, uh, and, and including the Edge, which is pretty much brand new, Yeah. I if, it's, if I look at it and it's not charging i'm like uh oh see i think that maybe that's the thing is that every day i put it into the dock you know i play for yeah. hours and then i put it right in the dock and i'm thinking yeah. about a jam i think you it requires more babysitting than the other controllers yeah um, and i think that's where people's complaints ends up coming by but i too find and not even from a you know like again i'll, I'll drag playstation when it's time to drag playstation which it often is <laughs> however i do feel like i hear these comments and i'm like you know and i agree it could use a better battery life i would like to see that it's probably one of the weakest for battery of the competitors but at the same time i'm like y'all just don't manage your time well like you don't know how to take care of take care of your shit like plug it in when you're not using it like i don't know maybe you feel like i shouldn't have to plug it in all the time but my whole ethos with technology is if it, i'm not using it it is plugged in you know and i know people are gonna be like oh actually it's bad for the bad well i don't know man this is how i live my I life like that's and you don't with. see me complaining it's about shit because i just everything's plugged in the headphones are plugged in i don't need to charge my airpods they last forever but they will never die because I'm always charged and they're always plugged in. Are you using a headset? Right like now? a PlayStation headset? No, I'm using um, the Astro A30 wireless headset. Okay. Because I, I do have the issue where my, my stuff is dying all the time. And I try and I'm my not best. wearing these. I plug it in. I got a thing right here. Like the cord's right here. Right now, it's in, what's, what's plugged into right now? The, the fucking uh, headset <laughs> that I just hit on the side of my face. <laughs> that. It's always plugged in. And I do the thing that people in chat are saying where it's like, and I know it's like privileged to buy the fucking dock and then have a second controller, but I'm swapping them out. Okay. Like there's, and that's my thing is I in have my hand, your charger. I have a rotation of controllers and I'm with, I'm with um, Tim now where the DualSense edge is actually my preferred controller. It's funny how over time that's, it's actually grown wow. more and more on me to where now this is when I'm not holding a DualSense edge, something feels weird. Um, yeah, like I absolutely love this thing, but I only have one of them, right? And I have two other controllers that are sitting in my room and both of them, um, I have this rotation of three controllers in a charging dock that will take two. And so like, there's always one controller that's not being, being charged. And usually it is my dual sense edge because I am using, I'm, I'm using that the most. Um, I know the question then comes up of, well, why don't you just plug into your PS5? And that is because usually I have my headset plugged in there. I have a Razer head headset that I use usually. Mm. And so I'd always have something that's like not being charged because I just don't have enough ports to charge everything that I have. And I find that the controllers I have just they die pretty often. Like I feel like I'm getting, getting in three, four hours, five hours. Maybe I'm just playing a lot of games and I'm not sure. realizing how much time is flying by, but yeah, those I, I it's more often than not where I'll uh, see the thing pop up for the icon of how much I have, how much battery I have left, and it's down to one bar or zero bars. Mm. And I feel like I'm seeing that more often than actually a full battery. Interesting. Yeah. 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 For me, I'm I'm just like Janet, where I'm charging everything. So it's like I do, and then I also cycle a lot, where it's like, ooh, today I feel like the black controller. Ooh, today I feel like the blue controller. You know what? I haven't done the classic white in a while. Mm. Time to get there. So You're back balling. to the question at hand from Mark. Uh, blessing, do you are uh, dual shock is dual sense best? That's the Six best senses. one. No, yeah, it's the dual sense. Or yeah, it's the dual Six sense seconds. for sure. And I would say go as far as with Tim, dual sense edge. Okay, Janet. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's the obvious the answer. Board, yeah. They just literally get better each time. I guess if we want to shout out a different one or honor the question of it being dual shock, um, I had the PS2 controller a lot just because I used it a lot, even sure. though it's like, so it, there's a nostalgia angle, and I feel like that's the one that, like, I fucked with from that standpoint. But, you know, I pick it up now, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, like, really, like, light, and, you know, it's older, but um, I have a lot of love for that one uh, as well. But, again, they're so iterative, and they're so, like, like simply iterative that it's just hard not to just say the most recent one is the best one at all times what about you i want to jump in there for, for a sure. second time because yeah i would say if, if dualsense edge doesn't count i would go playstation 2 probably or besides playstation 4 just I think because how good it felt it's it, it yeah it feels so good and and like the i loved how clicky the shoulder buttons were the uh the dual set dual shock 3 didn't love the the triggers the triggers suck you know those those weren't great um so i think that was kind of like a, a downside compared to the two was so the one felt way too icky. Like, there's yeah. something about the, the original uh, DualShock that just felt like hard plastic. The PS2 controller just feels so good. And then PS3, I feel like, was kind of a letdown. But then PS4 was great. Just kind of a long... I would be surprised if anybody had PS3 as their main answer. Because, yeah, between the the triggers not being great, right? My fingers always sliding off of those things when I'm playing FIFA. Or uh, the... It always anal- comes back to FIFA. It always comes back to FIFA. And my, honestly, the the analog sticks as well, my fingers are sliding off that thing all the time because of, because of the, the shape oh, of Yeah, they're like slick curved top. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, why yeah, would yeah. you do that? No, yeah. I, need some, I need some grip in there. And so, yeah, the, the PS3 controller was always one that... I felt like I had to deal with more than I actually loved. And then I, if we're going DualShock for sure, then PS4. And I, that is just the same thing. Of they just get they better got better and better. And yeah, except for the PS3. Yeah. Where I have they'd... many a fond memory of the PS2 controller. That was, yeah, one I remember being all about. But then, of course, to go wireless was so nice, with the exception that it was a 6-axis and felt like it was going to float away or yep. break in your hand, just yep. explode as a plastic shell. And also just shout out to the DualShock 2, the color scheme. Sure. Like I, the PS2 in general is oh, yeah. the beauty, but like the controller was like, oh, yeah, that's the standard. Imagine if we got in the boomerang controller. Oh, God, what, what a different, different timeline we live in. Different world. For now, let's move on to topic of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your assholes. It's finally happening. Wow. The PlayStation <laughs> Showcase that we have been talking about and Yay. saying has to happen at some point is finally happening Wednesday, May 24th. We go to the PlayStation blog where Sid Schumann writes, a wealth of new games and new IP are headed to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation VR 2. It's almost time to see what's next. PlayStation Showcase broadcast live Wednesday, May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. British time. The show will run for a bit over an hour, focusing on PS5 and PSVR 2 games in development from top studios from around the world. Expect a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios, as well as spellbinding games from our third-party partners and indie creators. Finally, Janet, it is happening. What was your reaction upon hearing it? Um, of course, I would be on vacation during this time. <laughs> that, that was my first reaction because I saw the date and I'm like, yeah, we're going to be gone. Uh, I'm going to Palm Springs, which I told y'all about offline. Um, so I might still catch it just because, you know, Isaiah is a really big PlayStation fan, even though I think he'd be like, I don't know, am I a fan or do I just have every single console ever like hung up like a freaking shrine? Yeah, uh, he's really into PlayStation uh, as much as maybe he doesn't want to own that badge of I don't know, honor shame it's different this, right yeah i fandom yeah like he's he doesn't want to be labeled as a stand but i think he very much has stand energy so well i'm excited it's finally happening it's funny because i talk to isaiah all the time about how so many 
of episodes we've done of varying degrees, different angles have been some form of predictions for this. One Let's month ago, it. one Let's, month ago, we built yes. our perfect showcases. <laughs> and that's the thing. And I, I do, you know, shout out to us because we always come up with like a different angle, a different, for a, some different energy. <laughs> so I feel like we're, we're getting a lot out of it. But at the same time, like every few episodes, I'm like, Isaiah, I got to come up with a prediction. And I'm like, it's this time it's the for real prediction because it's actually happening. So I'm very excited to for the shoe to finally be dropping in a good way. Is that a positive metaphor generally? I guess I don't know. The shoe to drop? It is like today. Other... Usually, yeah. It's usually, it's usually something bad, you're not right? looking like, forward to. Like shit's going to. down. Wait, do you know <laughs> something we don't? Is the, PS, the showcase going to be bad? Are they going to deliver bad news? Yeah. We're, it's we're over. The new PS5, it's more expensive and it's fatter. Uh, and there's two different <laughs> for a DVD player specifically. Tim, how Even do you... you can put that in the same slot. How do you feel to be less than a week away from the PlayStation showcase. You, of course, being the person that I don't think gets enough credit for Thank you. for really defining this whole phase business mm -hmm. where we started talking about, you've been talking about it forever. You know, God of War was the end of the phase one of PlayStation five. We don't know what phase two looks like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I have seen that start to pick up other people using that. Yeah. I mean, I I'm so excited. I think we're, we're going to get that. We're going to get the the kickoff. I think to, to stick with that kind of uh, the story there, the, the analog would be Kevin Feige coming out and announcing, Hey, here, this is what phase three looks like. And Ending in Infinity War and Endgame and how exciting that all is. That's where we're at now. We've already seen the buildup. We've seen all the releases of, of Horizon, of God of War, of the Spider-Man games, um, and all the announced games for PlayStation that we we're still excited for, we know are imminent, right? Like there's it's time to have some more question marks be added to the board and uh for some answers to questions that have been long running of what studios are working on. And I think that there probably has never been or rarely has there been a more exciting showcase to lead into because sure. of all those things i think um the last couple playstation showcases uh, with that title have all been bangers because it was the introduction of the playstation 5 and then the hey here's year one and two of the playstation 5 and now here we are and i think that it's building off all of that momentum of getting the follow-up games from studios that had their games early on the ps5 or uh, devs that haven't even had that moment in the sun yet sure. and on top of that the third party like playstation having this amazing third party lineup and partnerships with um with square with capcom things like that konami. it's kind of and uh oh uh, exactly konami like all of those i think uh presents a potentially hypest showcase that we've ever had because anytime we've ever cared about playstation or looked at them as winning dating all the way back to playstation one it's like cool playstation one it's because the third parties playstation two it's a nice mix between first and third party continue that logic on here we're at this point where we're potentially going to get some of the biggest bangerest first party and third party announcements in one showcase blessing are you allowing yourself because I can't contain it. Mm -hmm. Are you allowing yourself and your expectations to run wild? Oh, 1,000%. Okay. Like, usually, I, I, I'd like to think that I'd try to keep my hyperbole in check when I can. But this is, uh, me and Tim were talking about this earlier in terms of how excited we get for a PlayStation showcase versus other showcases and stuff. And for me, I don't think there is a more consistently exciting and a, a showcase that delivers as consistently as playstation showcase and There's that no. that's speaking to the ones that we've gotten within the last few years right when they started actually calling this thing the modern playstation showcase dating back to 2020 with the ps5 we've gotten really exciting things with each one if we start with that ps5 original reveal right you're talking about games like spider-man morales you're talking about horizon Forbidden west if you jump forward um the second half of that year right the one that happened in fall 2020 you're talking about god of war ragnarok right you jump forward a year after you're talking about spider-man 2 and you're talking about um wolverine and 
those are the tiers of games that we're getting. And when you look at the details of this PlayStation blog post, they're talking about a wealth of new games. All right, cool. That's what you expect. That's really exciting. They're talking about new IP. That is something that I feel like we, only, we usually don't, don't get specified. And obviously, like, we're going to get that. But I like the fact that they're calling that out. They're talking about PS5 and PSVR 2. Again, like, you know, I'm, I, I think we're at that point in the generation where it is so forward-looking in terms of, I'm sure maybe possibly you get a game that is cross-gen in terms of working on the PS4 as well. But the further we get into this, the more we are going to be focused on the new gen of games. What can these developers do on the PS5? I don't think the next Ghost of Tsushima game is going to end up being on PS4. Who knows? Maybe they get wild and do it. But like that is what I'm expecting. I'm expecting current new gen stuff. Um, but then, yeah, then talking about it being over an hour. For me, that's the biggest thing. That's a long time for a PlayStation showcase. The ones we've gotten, the last few we've gotten have been more in the 40-minute range, which makes sense. Yeah. This being over an hour means they have a lot to talk about. And us looking toward the future of PlayStation right now and knowing that this fall we're getting Spider-Man 2. Uh, at some point, we're going to get Wolverine. At some point, we're going to get Death Stranding 2. There's a lot of question marks after that. And usually, we know more about what's going on in the future. And so having an hour to talk about what's really happening in the future, hopefully breaking down Last of Us, hopefully breaking down a lot of the games, hopefully revealing a lot, sure. has me super excited. This is the most I've been excited for a PlayStation showcase since the PS5, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. I think this is honestly the most I've been excited for a press conference or a presentation period platform agnostic in quite some time you know e3 rest in peace always has those moments and has those things game awards sure like you get hype for it but this there's always that but let's temper expectations we're coming off of covid we are in covid this and that the other you make up a bunch of stuff uh, excuses and what you've heard and this that the other and what you're reading the tea leaves whereas again for playstation like the chamber is empty right now. They need to come out and talk about what is next for this to continue to sell PlayStation 5s and continue to stay on top. So it is all eyes on them. And I think one of the more uh, salient questions being asked right now in the chat, of course, on patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can go to get all the exclusive content and be part of the show live as you record it, comes from a dog, Nick 96, who says, Tim Gettys, could this compete with E3 2015 slash 2016 for PlayStation? Oh, easy. I mean, I don't even... I. I don't think that that's the question. That is what I'm expecting. And, that and is it, not even like yeah. a hope. That is an expectation. It's funny bringing up E3 2015 and 2016. Uh, those are amazing and like hold such a special place in my heart. But when we really look back on 2015 in particular, Last Guardian, Shenmue 3, and Final Fantasy 7. The Year of Dreams, we called it. Uh, it was the original Year of Dreams. And like still is. That always will be. But like think about what those games are, what they ended up becoming, how long it took for uh, the best of them, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, to actually... It essentially had to be re-revealed after that uh, at a state of play years down the line to come out. So as exciting and, oh, my God, I can't believe this is really happening as those announcements were, uh, the rest of that E3 showcase wasn't like this amazing, flawless experience. Going to 2016, that, that's the one. They're, they're like, oh, man, that was the God of War 2018 reveal. Um, that was Crash Bandicoot's revival. Uh, going through the, the, with the, the orchestra. Like, I think that, that was live at the Shrine Auditorium from 7,000 screaming fans. It was amazing. Like, that was such a special moment. But even then, I think PlayStation's just in such an elevated, leveled-up spot from there. And I think they've proven that with the showcases we've seen in the PS5 era that I think are demonstrably ahead of E3 2015 and 16 in terms of amount, like the, the quantity of quality content with announcements, release dates, imminence, future, kind of like checking every single box. One of the things I thought was interesting, you talked about uh, cross-gen support. Do you expect to see that, Janet? Where do you, where are, for the stuff we're going to get out of this, we're talking about PlayStation 5, we're talking about PlayStation VR 2. Again, PlayStation's been good, even with 
the smaller ones, state of plays that are like, hey, here, let's manage your expectations and tell you what's going to be there. For them to come out and say, hey, this is PlayStation 5 and this is PlayStation VR 2, Herman is on the record, of course, the Herman Hulse, uh, head of PlayStation Studios, back in October with Axios saying that, no, no, we're not done supporting cross-gen games. There's so many PlayStation 4s out there. Do you think we're going to see the titles from Sony First Party still be PlayStation 4, Janet, or is it just going to be case by case? I think it's going to be mostly PS5 with like a couple, maybe a couple case by case things. Because I think, you know, your word is only gold for as long as you maintain it. And I think we've definitely seen instances of PlayStation being like, this is how it'll be. And then it's different. And I'm, I don't think that's necessarily, you know, on purpose. No one wants to inadvertently go against their word or make it seem like they were being misleading. But I do think we're entering that era of... You know, kind of like to what, you know, Blessing's point, everyone else's point, like PS5 is here. That's what we're on. That's yeah. where we're moving towards, you know? And I think it's, it, it would be nice for the people that do have those platforms. Like, I get the benefit there, but at the same time, like, it's hard to imagine them having a lot of PS4 support in the wake of Horizons DLC being PS5 only. Sure. Yeah. If to just bring up the quote actually from Axios when Herman was asked the question, he says, We certainly don't want to forget the millions of active players on PS4, and we want to ensure there are great games for them as well. We're evaluating it on a case by case basis, which does make me wonder big event, big showcase. Let's talk about what's next for PlayStation 5. If those are big games, if they are able to be supported on PlayStation. How, how long ago was that quote from Axios? That was from October when uh, God mm. of War was, uh, well, October 2022 when we were still talking about Ragnarok stuff and going around there. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going in with the expectation of PS5 only stuff, but I, I think yeah. I do think there could be one or two two things in there that could have PS4. Like, I think live service is where it gets interesting. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you're talking about these games yeah. that are in the cloud that are running on PC, you're running on PlayStation 5. I'd imagine those clients, you're trying to keep nimble enough that you could put on a PlayStation 4 and not lose a beat. And free to play, right? Yeah. If, if it's going that, yeah. that they're going to want. Especially if it's free to play. They're going to want as many people base. to monetize as possible. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, as we've said, a month ago, we did our playstation showcases where we built them and talked about them months before that i'm sure we said what was going to happen you've raided the playstation showcases before there's been this that the other you say well how are you going to predict something you seemingly talk about each and every week and what we did of course was foist the work onto you kind of funny best friends uh blessing and i talked about it during games daily when it was finally official we said we got to come up with a cool way to do ps i love you predictions it's a little bit different right because historically in e3 or summer games fest prediction is Show up, bring five different predictions. We'll go around the table. We'll tabulate them that way. But again, we've talked this to death. Metal Gear Solid 3 remake from Konami. Spider-Man 2, of course. What are we getting from Last of Us? We looked to you, and we got some responses. Mainly, Nick Evans, and of course, Jake Bakes Cakes. Uh, you both wrote in with some great stuff on how we should do this, and we're going to hodgepodge it all together, including some of our own at the very end. But instead, we'll start with Nick Evans, who wrote in with his... And I say, in honor of the X cast, three L's. Wow. Damn. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, the old L cast. They can't catch a break, can okay. they? We're here rolling in first party greatness. Anyways, if you want to click on the link and show Barrett, if possible, because I didn't prep you ahead of time, you can open it up. And so Nick gave this beautiful thing. Of course, Nick Evans co underscore op 64 on twitter uh and basically said i want you to break it down by lock lengthy and long shot what that means and what we're using of course is the lock pick would be what is going to be there for how long when is it in the showcase lengthy pick your classic kind of funny prediction with multiple caveats and then of course long shot something you wouldn't expect to be there but you want to put it out there and we can go that way we will start with the lock what is going to hit for how long and when is it in the showcase and sincerely guest mm -hmm. Timothy Geddes. Mm -hmm. 
Let's start with you. Ooh, I love that. It's a spicy one. Uh, I, I love this, by the way. Thank you, Nick, for making this, because I think it is a very fun way to do the predictions. As I was prepping these, I was like, ooh, it's going to be a good conversation. Uh, my lock, mainly leading off of everything we've been saying about Phase 2, wanting to create the hype of something down the line. You want those unicorn games, blessed that we mm-hmm. always talk about. Um, on top of that, them saying new IP, Boy Barlock. What's he been What's up to? What's that guy up What's to? What's he been up to? Yeah. I feel... Like, we're going to see it. We're going to see Corey Barlog's next Sony Santa Monica project revealed. I think we'll get a teaser. I think it will be sci-fi. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, It'll be a uh, sci-fi-influenced video game. Uh, A teaser less than a minute and 30 seconds. Okay. You think that's a lock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You're using lock. I'm, I'm using that's a lock. lock. You're using, using the lock part. Lock, Not long shot, the lock. I'm, nope. I'm saying lock. Uh, my my expectations for this thing are through the damn roof. And look, again, if it ends up not happening, I think something of that level will be in its place. But okay. what do you them, envision that 130 being? Like teaser. cinematic game? Yeah. Like, Does Corey come out like and how talk? How slow is the logo being shown? Does Alana Pierce come out and talk? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think people come out and talk. I think it's it's. I mean, he he might be in a video or something, but I think it's gonna be very sure. teasery. Um, but yeah, less than a minute thirty seconds. I think it ends the show. I think it very much is like a you spend the rest of the show kind of talking about that. Of course, there's Spider Man too, and this and this and this and all the other games you're gonna play. Here's what you're looking forward to a couple years down the line, like new IP. And I I I say lock for this one because of how they highlighted the new IP thing, and that could be a bunch of different stuff. But I hopefully feel like it is. A yeah. lot of the rumors we're talking Sony about. Bend? Uh, a lot of rumors we're talking about are either remakes of things, sequels to things, or a different team working on a franchise we're familiar with. New IP? Corey Barlock, baby. <laughs> so this is what I, I just sent uh, Barrett in the Assets channel. The, the, uh, your prediction here is similar to a prediction that I have down the road uh, in the show, but I figured I should just piggyback off of it now. There have been spec- there has been speculation about what Corey Barlog is doing next. Uh, I have an article here from Games Radar from November 2019, so like around f- almost four years ago now, mm-hmm. uh, titled "God of War Director Corey Barlog Seems to Be Teasing a New Sci-Fi Project." This is Alex Savard. Uh, well, here's an interesting one: Corey Barlog, the creative director on 2018's critically acclaimed God of War, is seemingly teasing a new project on Twitter, and fans are already wondering whether it could be. God out of war five earlier and i think this is before yeah this is technically before ragnarok was yeah. re- revealed so that's pretty funny uh earlier today barlock tweeted out a cryptic post on his personal twitter account with the following message end transmission and then what it looks like morse code uh in addition the famed game developer ha- has also changed his twitter profile picture to an image of the voyager one space satellite with a header image featuring nasa's famed photo of deep space and a bio that reads and then they again have a bunch of dots that translate to uh morse code that reads as five five h s i e um interesting stuff like i i think that yeah he's probably teasing towards something here we know he wasn't the lead uh, director on god of war ragnarok because he's working on something different i think it's time it's been long enough i i I think tim's uh prediction here makes sense i don't know if i have it as a lock that it happens next week but i think it's gonna happen at some point and so why not next week just a shout out to Jonathan Dornbush at the time who responded with this fake headline from and made it look like it was out on IGN. Kratos in space, God of War director may be teasing something out of this world. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I pray and hope that's true. Because that's the thing, right? What I put here as my lock is Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I say 60 seconds, which I think also could be 90, but I'm saying 60 just to be there and be whatever. And I think it ends the show. So it directly conflicts with yours, right? Yeah. My thought on it is, of course... It is amazing to be us, and I include you in that kind of funny best friend watching or listening, right? To be the people who get to just love their hobby of video games so much that you consume all this content about it and blah, blah, blah. But then the part that always sucks is that 
you're always, even if you're not trying, you're getting to see your presence before Christmas morning. And so it's like, as awesome and as exciting as it will be to see Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake, which I fully believe is happening. I fully believe all the rumors we've heard. I blah, 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 blah. As exciting as that would be to end the show, it would also be like a, yeah, but we knew it was going to happen, right? So like, I'm putting it here as my lock because I need to make predictions thanks to Nick Evans. And I think that's, and I believe that much in it actually happening there. But my hope would be that, yeah, that is a middle of the show or even second to last and something at the very end. The one more thing is a, yo, you didn't see this coming and you're going to be fucking jazzed for it. Whether it be Corey and Sony Santa Monica, whether it be an unannounced Naughty Dog project, whether it be whatever. Who's working on it? Metal Gear Solid 3, the remake? Well, Luminous Studios, right? This is another one we've gone back, back and forth on all the shows, right? Luminous or Virtuous? I'm sorry, you're right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, the Final <laughs> Fantasy guys are doing it. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Virtuous Studios, but as we've talked about before, maybe in coordination with Bluepoint, right? Where it's never been said that they're doing it all by themselves. Maybe it is that they're working with Bluepoint on it, which of course would be incredible, and we love Bluepoint, and we think they're really talented, and yada, 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 and they're working on something new, but it's not necessarily new IP, and blah, 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 blah. For me, if if it is Bluepoint working on it, I think that makes makes it a closer. If it's not, if it is truly Virtuous Studios working on it solo, or they're working open with it. I mean, I think that'd be super dope, right? Like, you have the PlayStation Studio, you know, logo introducing the showcase, and then the first thing you hear is the codec call. I think that would be such a first strong thing you way. Hear. What a thrill. God, like, Come how, that, that to open this, that's called, that's setting the tone. That is the best tone setter you can have at a PlayStation showcase. Um, but I think if it is, if it is Virtual Studios or if it is somebody that's not Bluepoint remaking Metal Gear Solid 3, I don't know if you close with it. I think for PlayStation, you want to close with a PlayStation Studios thing. Like, I want you mm. close with something original. Um, yeah. And I also, sure. I'm, I, me and Tim were talking about this earlier. I'm also a little bit nervous about this Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, especially if it's not a Bluepoint thing. Like, if that if it's not, that means Konami is probably in charge of figuring out who's going to develop it, and I'm sure they have some exclusivity. But exclusivity doesn't necessarily mean PlayStation like, has their hands all over it in a way that like Final Fantasy VII Remake Ultimate is going to come down to uh, Square Enix, right? And yeah. Not necessarily PlayStation solely. Uh, I don't know where I, I'm at with Konami when it comes to their games, um, and so like I'm scared that it shows up, and it is we don't we either don't have much to show or like mm-hmm. what they do show just isn't as substantial and it doesn't hit the way that we would want a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake thing to hit that's me just being scared and, and, and being nervous about it but I think regardless I, it's going to be there I believe in the rumors as well um but the one thing is I don't know if they close with it okay so what's your lock then bless uh my lock is the last of both player game of course they came oh. out a year about a year ago almost a year ago last year at summer game fest Neil Druckmann came out they talked about it they put up the 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 concept art said we'll be back next year now it's that year, and they got to talk about it somewhere. It makes the most sense to talk about it here. I say we get five minutes. I think it is oh. an, ex- an extended thing of them breaking down what is the lastless multiplayer game. Like, what does this look like? A day in the life of the last lastless multiplayer. You see you back at your camp, hanging out, maybe taking in missions from whatever characters are giving them out, and then showing you going out with your friends on a multiplayer co-op thing and maybe running into a an enemy group that is an other players and they show maybe some pvevp type stuff i'm all about that i i think this is the opportunity to bust open how playstation goes about the multiplayer live service stuff like really show that hey we have a handle on how this works we're partnered with bungie like bungie's helping us like really figure out what live service is and have last plus be the leading game in terms of getting people hyped and excited about that so i think Five minutes. I put it somewhere in the middle. I don't think that's a closer. I think that is the meat of the, um, or at least part of the meat of the showcase. And I think you even have um, a Neil and whoever else is working high up on that game come out and talk about it with them. 
I just got the flashbacks to uh, our let's plan our perfect showcases and my obsession with boots running on the ground. Oh yeah, all the shots where people's shoes for some reason, like <laughs> everyone's running, like everyone's gonna be running during the showcase. Um, no, I mean I think that makes a lot of sense. Like it's kind of got that bless your like Last of Us call out has that kind of perfect mix of seems really likely, right? That's why you put it as your lock, but also mm. would be exciting still because. While we know it has to come sometime, there's still the anticipation of when it'll show up. And what does uh, it look like? Jo- yeah. yeah. I w- real quick, I want to shout out Jordan Deeb in the chat who says, the battle pass of us, which <laughs> is so funny to me. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. There's a good chance that's a oh, battle pass. Is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and honestly, like, I don't yeah. mind. I'm down. Oh, no, I love I mean, the battle like, pass. Yeah. That's not it's just a battle pass of us. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, my God, no. That's so. Someone's writing. Someone has a shell right now, and that is the subhead. 3,000%. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Gina, what's your lock? Oh, mine's boring as hell because it's the thing lock. is, again, exactly, it's a lock and like any marketing cycle, right? It's like you got to keep showing stuff, right? It's why we saw Deathloop 8 million times. Spider-Man 2. It's, I think it'd be toward the beginning. I do think, Whoa, you know. boring? <laughs> show a million times? We haven't seen any gameplay of it yet, Janet. but like, you know what I mean? Like, we know what expected. the game looks like. like it would be mind-blowing yes. if they didn't show it. Now, that's what I mean. It's a boring prediction. It's not boring to see. Like, we okay. all want to okay, see fair it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But it's like, Oh yeah, like this is like this is kind of like I took the lock assignment and I went extreme. You know, this is like I would be shocked if I didn't see Spider-Man Two at the showcase. I think it would be towards the beginning. I think it's towards the beginning because it's that kind of perfect mixture of yeah, like it's exciting. It's enough to kind of like open up and almost be a headliner, but at the same time, we know it's coming because like you have to show that game. Yeah, exactly. If if, if Spider-Man Two wasn't here, I think they would have to say it on the blog post announcing it. I think you come out and say you will see no new. It turns out the game's not even remotely done yet. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Venom was wrong. Even then, even then they'd have to like come out and like I don't know. I feel like they don't really do that for showcases because it's such a downer. But be like, and this is like they gotta send a tweet or something. Like you can't not have it there, and you also can't even. That's not even a good format to delay it. So it's it's going to be there. We're going to see it. I think it has that maybe second thing because I feel like if they open with like a really good pop, kind of like y'all speculating on like Metal Gear, would that be the beginning, the end? It'd be cool for the beginning. I think a big pop at the beginning that's a little bit of a surprise or highly anticipated would be the way to go because it gets people excited. And then even if you're like, oh yeah, I expect Spider-Man 2 because of course it's going to be here. It's still cool to see. It's still a heavy hitter and it keeps in your mind Okay, we're going, and the the wheels are really turning with this showcase. So I think we see four to six minutes of gameplay, similar to what they did for Miles. I want to jump off what you're saying there, Janet, because here's what I hope for: is that I hope let's go. You know, the countdown clock ends. We get our first PlayStation Studios logo, and I hope they open with Spider-Man Two because they want to pop and they want to wow you, and they understand that right now. No one's betting against Spider-Man 2, but everybody's betting, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be more Spider-Man. Like, well, it's going right. to be really cool. I hope that they're like, you know what? Let's run run it back. Run it down their throats. And like, they show it, and it is just insane. It's like, you know, it is switching between Peter and Miles. It's the symbiote ripping off of Peter and becoming... Ven- and like, it's like this thing where we're watching. We're like, oh, my God, this is gameplay. I can't believe. The, the, I, I was already excited for it. I knew it was going to be great. This could be amazing. This could be like what I was talking about the thing that pushes insomniac from that eight, five, nine to that 9.5. Like this is they're Man, They're in I that wish. class. They're S class. I would, I would die. Great. Yeah. That's the case. I, yeah. I hope, I hope that that's, that that's what happens. I don't think it's going to be that um, just because I feel like Spider-Man, like unfortunately, like with how open world games work, like that to me is my favorite of those type of, of open world games, but sure. playing through Zelda, playing through other things like that. It's like, uh-huh. I feel like 
it would New York would need to have that level of stuff for uh, Spider-Man to really kind of now be... it's the sky of New York uh, and underground of New yeah, York. <laughs> I just think that that's a really tall order. Having said all that, I feel like this is a locked uh, Spider-Man is a lock and uh, getting getting really hyped on it. I think is a lock as well. Uh, something I was talking to Bless about is that the Spider all the Spider-Man Marvel Spider-Man trailers and Miles Morales trailers on for PlayStation Four uh, and Five are some of the most viewed video game videos of all time for PlayStation showcases, for Spider-Man, for Marvel, even, like, any of it. So, so many eyes are going to be on this. I don't think it really matters where you put it in the showcase because the it's going to get the eyes. But having said all that, putting it at the beginning makes a lot of sense just to, like, really be like, yo. The thing you know and expect to be here is here. I, I know we always get burned with this because it's usually, oh, they'll have a date for it. They do the trailer, and then the blog, for some reason, gives you the date or whatever. Yeah, I still true. think you put the date on this. If it's really September, like yep. Tony Todd, Venom himself is saying, you know what I mean? Like, that would be, like, the, let's really punch it home of what this is and go for it. Yeah. I yeah. think so, too. Like, I'd expect to see a date at the end. And I do think while, you know, I don't know if we could be shown something that would solidify, like, this is going to hit that next tier. But I do think we're going to be impressed by it. 100%. Um, like, thinking back to the Miles one, I remember seeing that gameplay and being like, holy shit, this is like a really dope video game. And it kind of, you know, not to pit games against each other, but it felt like in sharp contrast to like my experience seeing the, um, you know, Marvel's Avengers gameplay, which was super similar on a bridge to kind of like a simple quest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thumbs up, right? The kind of a simple quest thing. Marvel but, like, Games wants just... nothing more for you to never breathe a word of Marvel's Avengers in a sentence about <laughs> Spider-Man 2 again. But it did, but it, it you know, when they put me, like, how in do that you, game? I know, how do you make a simple thing pop still and like there was such an energy you know i mean literally like the, the freaking mechanics of miles is quite literally electric and i feel like they really leaned into that in the spectacle like you were in it and it was exciting so i, th I think we're gonna get like a really really dope showing of gameplay will it be the back and forth switching between i hope it is but you know yeah we'll see one thing i'll throw out there i think our, our expectations for spider-man are a bit not tempered but like not as like oh let's go this is the next big step because the last thing we got was Miles Morales, which was more of the iterative thing, right? That was the, the that, but that was more of a okay. This is Spider-Man 1.5. Like this is taking everything that we set up in 2018 and giving you more with a different flavor with with Miles Morales. But they've not had the opportunity to show us what 2.0 looks like. Sure. And in the way that uh, you're talking about, this is your opportunity to blow us away. This is your opportunity to be like, actually, no, look at this. Like this is fantastic. For me, that reminds me of the um, what we got recently with Tears of the Kingdom in that trailer, where in the latest in the big story trailer, the big uh, I guess launch trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, the final trailer. That was them showing us, all right, now, this is what the content looks like in this game. And it was them going balls out in terms of, here's fucking, like, here's, here's all this shit. Like, here's a barrage of shit that you are not expecting. And we see that trailer, and we get tears watching, uh, live reacting to it. I think that could be the scenario for Spider-Man, where we've seen nothing, right? We've seen that cinematic trailer, and that game is supposed to come out this fall. There's so much for them to show us, and I, I think they've probably been doing a good job of just holding back and being like, hey... Hold back until we're close and then let it all out. And like, surprise them. I want to pass the baton to Tim, but I want to call out, of course, the fact that, you know, Miles was a cross-gen game. Insomniac was able to really, you know, work on the PS5 version of this and remastered and really be like with old games, make them and rift apart. And rift apart. Mm -hmm. Do a whole bunch of cool shit with it to see what they'll be able to do graphically and, and just tech-wise with this game. I think it's going to be incredible, Tim. Um, just a couple questions for clarification here on Spider-Man 2. How many times have we seen it? Was it one or two? Because I remember there was, there was the, we saw a little bit of the gameplay and like, like Venom, we heard Craven and all that stuff. But then there was also the one where I think it was the first PS5 showcase where we saw 
like it was like started on the the suit like I think that was Miles up. Morales. Yeah, you're thinking oh, of Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. we've seen Spider Man two yeah. once, and there it wasn't gameplay. It was a cinematic of Miles and Pete fighting, and then we went into, while we went into the thing, and then it was Venom, and I, Craven was talking over. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So then, where were those placed in the showcases? If we remember, because I remember the I think uh, it was towards the end. Spider Man two like towards the end. They and showed Mal- Wolverine, and I, I remember because I predicted that they'd have Spider-Man 2 there, and everyone thought I was crazy. And they showed Wolverine, and I was like, fuck, everyone was right. <laughs> like, I am crazy. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way they're going to show S- S- Spider-Man, and they're doing Wolverine. And they're like, we're also doing Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, I remember my mind being blown by that. So that's why it was, I think it was after that, because I remember Did being Spider-Man like, well, there's no way they're working on two case? things. It might have. Oh, no, was that I the one where things were? I, I remember it before Wolverine, yeah. I thought. I really? thought it was that we saw Spider-Man, then Wolverine popped up. Yeah, I thought Wolverine. I'm, gonna, I'm with Jane. I think Wolverine was before Spider-Man. Huh. And I think Spider-Man. Do you guys hear a dog? What, yeah, there's a dog. It's yeah, that's, that's, that's outside my apartment. Oh. I'm going to check if the door is, if the window's closed or not. This dog, I swear to God, I don't know what they do to this dog. Get your dog. I, neighbors, I don't know if you're watching the show. This dog is having the worst day of its life every day. And it's always when I'm live. Please hang out with your dog. Which, uh, which year was that? Do we remember? Oof. It was the last showcase. Yeah, so 2021. 2021, all right. On it. And then where was that Miles Morales one as well, Barrett, if you could find that out? Like, I know it was towards the opening, but I want to know, was it the opening? I think that was the one with the GTA 5 opening. Maybe the dogs know no, the one answer. One the GTA 5 opening to tell was, us, actually. That was the Miles Morales, like, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that's part. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. That. So then forget that. It wasn't the opener opener then. Chat seems pretty hung up that it was Wolverine first. Um, yeah. Not, I hope that, that's would, right. that would vibe with yeah, I don't have a false Janet memory. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to derail, I, I, but I'm happy I did. because I closed I the window also. Differences between the two. Okay. Let's move on to your lengthy prediction, which all of ours have already been lengthy because that's just how we know how to make predictions. It's kind of funny, and this will be no different. I want to go, and I'll start because I want to talk about my lengthy one is Last of Us multiplayer. This is where I wanted to get into the weeds and the caveats and the small things because, you the know, boots. bless... What was that? The boots, yeah. The, boots, yeah. <laughs> the trailer opens with boots in the street after the logo or before the, whatever the first thing is. It'll be boots in the street. Uh, sorry, really quick. Uh, Wolverine was first, then it was Thank Spider-Man. You. Spider-Man was the second to last thing because it ended God of with War. the big God of War trailer. Yeah, got it. Uh, and then what was the next thing? Where the Miles Morales? That was it. We figured that out already. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, bless, you know, you said for your lock that last of us would be there. I agree. It'll mm-hmm. be there. It has to be there. You said five minutes. I think it's going to be longer than that. So what my oh, yeah. long, my long, my lengthy thing is about length as well. Uh, it'll be that Last of Us multiplayer is shown. It'll be a cinematic trailer and gameplay in one big segment. I think it'll be just shy of ten minutes. I think it'll be a deep wow. dive, and I think it'll announce a beta in the winter. Wow! It's like doing all these small things about it. I think you have to go big with it because it's Last of Us, and you want to make a big splash. And we know about it to some degree. I think you need to explain what it is, so you give us the cool trailer that is like you know, all sorts of shit. You're fighting clickers, but then you're in a community. Like, how does all this work? And then you get the kind of almost Todd Howard fallout, fallout 76 or, you know, soon to be Starfield of like, let's walk you through a little bit of what you're seeing and why we're doing it and how this is going to work. And like what your character is in the world, how we're going to show you the naughty dog storytelling. They'll show a game, a segment of gameplay moving into a cutscene That is your world, your story for your character. And then how that goes into the grander, you know, here we are in San Francisco, this giant fight you're doing, whatever. Here's, you know, how they will be doing cosmetic battle passes and how they'll be doing all the, I think that, I think they get into a lot of that and, but it is like, this is all a work in progress and we are still doing it and we know you're excited to play. That's why we're promising a beta this winter for PlayStation plus members and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we'll talk about release date down the line. I think that's how they do that. I hope so. I think the more we get of a deep dive, the better. And obviously like there is a such thing as too much. I'm just a fucking 
fan, and like I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for the idea of getting back in. I mean, you look at the success of the Last of Us on HBO, the success of the remake of Part One, Last of Us in general. Right now, it is so hot. I think it behooves them to come out and be like, "Yo, even if you are one of these people who say you don't want to play a live service game, you don't want to play a multiplayer game, you can play this all by yourself and still get a Last of Us experience in a new world and a new character, well, a new section of the world and a new character and that you're making and blah blah. blah. Yeah. Live your story, kind of thing. This is the next Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, really make that clear. I oh, think yeah. that's what they do there. Yeah, I think the more you make, you can make it grounded too. Like if you're able to do that, and how it presents of, hey, this is. I don't think I don't know if they say the words battle pass, but they show the ways in which this is a multiplayer game that is along the lines of a Destiny or of a live service game. But this is how we're immersing you into the world, right? It's not just you getting, getting drops; it is you going on this mission to unlock this specific item that you can then use on other missions. How do you drive that home in a way that it that doesn't feel as games as a service? And that comes back to a lot of the partnership you have there with Bungie, right? Like, how are those teams communicating? What are the lessons that are being learned? What are the lessons that you're taking from Destiny to put, be put into Last of Us? Or, for my lengthy prediction, right, I, ha- I have here Firewalk, uh, their multiplayer game being revealed. Um, I think that comes, I think that the reveal happens. It is a new IP, because they've talked before about it being a new IP. Um, we see cinematic and some gameplay. Um, and I- gameplay. And gameplay. Yeah, I do think we see gameplay, because I think it's coming out sooner than we think. I think that's. I think that's going to be part of that, that Oh, uh, original wave of uh, multiplayer PlayStation games, right? Sooner than we think, you say. When yes. do we think? God, God is ass. I think early next year. Okay. Yeah, I think we see it. Wait, that's when you think it'll happen, or that's what you think we think, and it's sooner than that. Oh, that's what well, I. I'm kind of with Janet on it. That's what like... I think will ha- it will happen. I think. I mean, I don't. I don't think people are expecting Firewalk to come out with a game like in the next twelve months. At least I'm not seeing people that. talk about I would it. I agree with that. Because I think this is one of those low, lower key ones where you don't really think think about it, right? Like, how often, I know we talk about it a lot on the show because it's a PlayStation podcast, but when you just go on the internet, people aren't just talking about what Firewalk and Deviation and Haven Studios and these partner studios are, are working on for PlayStation. Firewalk now being actually acquired, right? So that's a different thing. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I think this comes out as the, in the OG wave. I'll expect early next year maybe next um like winter or even spring right and then that first let's say four month range um i think they're working on a space shooter and that just comes purely from just looking at their website and seeing the iconography and seeing some of the branding stuff of they have like spacey looking imagery here on their on their website and i'm like yo a lot of space going on on this website a lot of space going on on this website and then also the people that are um leading the charge there at firewalk studio a lot of them are coming off of working at places like Bungie and places like Activision, right? They have those shops of making a shooter. They have those shops of making sci-fi stuff. I think that lines up with what they're doing. And the, the reason I think that this is sooner than later is that you look at how long they've been working on it and how long they've been partnered with PlayStation. And you look toward the PlayStation blog where it was announced that Firewalk and PlayStation are partnering on making a new multiplayer IP. They right here, you know, there's a moment that happens almost every day in our multiplayer playtest where someone jolts out of their seat, laughs, and says to no one in particular, did you just see that happen? These amazing and unpredictable moments in gaming are the sparks that occur when playing with others, future memories ready to be replayed and retold. We started Firewalk Studios in 2018 with this kind of spark at uh, at the heart of our games. It's why I used to stay up at 2, to 2 a.m. playing Fantasy Star online night after night. Um, or how how um, the neighbors who showed up at my NYC apartment to complain about the noise ended up jamming with us in rock band instead. Uh, they talk more about um, uh, uh, that stuff and like how people at their studio loved Halo tournaments, how they loved playing Left 4 Dead. Uh, then they go into, as the next generation AAA studio, part of the Probably Monsters family, we've carefully assembled an, an amazing and diverse team of best-in-class talent who are focused on creating these moments. Um, but they, they go and just talk about their passion for multiplayer and their passion for like, 
these different very specific game franchises and they name things like Call of Duty, they name things like Destiny, they name things like Mass Effect and Apex Legends. And I'm like, y'all are making a first person shooter that's in space. It was hilarious. Like, you know, you're like, the webs it, it looks very spacey. You look at it like, yeah, yeah, that does that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This website is very spacey. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing is I the one thing I I wonder about is are you guys just making a destiny? And does that even make sense for you? Like I'm I'm trying to think about what else they could be making in that space because obviously Bungie is doing their thing and as now a PlayStation owned studio that is working mm -hmm. alongside Bungie I wouldn't expect you to just make another Destiny type thing. And so what are you working on, really? That's the one question mark I have. I mean, what if it is Destiny? What if it's a Destiny spinoff? Mm. You know, stay in that world. People understand what Destiny means. Then you just kind of like add more of this. I don't know. I don't think that. But like, yeah, no, I don't. I think because again, oh, well, you're not Bungie. You can't live up to that. Oh, well, Bun you know, Destiny is a constantly evolving thing. Why make the spinoff thing? I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm oh, yeah. But like, what if it is a different sort of mode like in the way that we got rainbow six siege and then we got extraction was a different kind of game yeah. in that same what if it is a extra extraction destiny which doesn't sound like the best idea then that's why you don't put me in charge of this but what if it is <laughs> this is why i don't make the games i just <laughs> what if it's with that ip but it's a entirely different genre what if it's sure. a hero shooter like an overwatch but it takes place in the destiny ip what if they're going that direction with it who well they did say original ip so mm. yeah no they're not they're not doing that but yeah i'm curious to see what it is yeah, 100%. Can't wait to That's see That's my entire answer. space. I'm worried about all the space. Space is the new zombies, and I don't think I want to, like, be involved. And I'm not saying that people can't make a banger space game. Like, you know, people really fucked with, like, Returnal, and that's kind of in space and then yeah, you're in an astronaut, house yeah. and then maybe you're somewhere else i don't know i didn't get far enough where it's like <laughs> oh it was all a dream or you're underwater or i don't know what the fuck happens in that game um you just yeah like, i just I, <laughs> in my in my mind that is the game it's like i don't know something about someone's a mom and you're in the house and then there's the key I, you know you get different guns and sometimes they're bad well like, fine know, janet what's your lengthy prediction that gets us out of space <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, so still, you know, just still nerd shit, but not in space. Um, <laughs> or maybe it is. I didn't play Final Fantasy VII. I don't know where the fuck they go. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All I know is they're like, oh man, it's going somewhere different than where it was going. And I'm like, I never knew where it space. was going. So I'm just, I'm just here for the ride, right? Like, whatever, put whatever in there. Um, that has this is like a funky one because it has a release window of last I checked, what winter, 2023, which is just late enough for us to be like. It's so cold in February 2024, right? Like, what's this coming out? Like, I don't know. And it's kind of um, I don't want to say it's a, it's a, it's contentious in that like this is a slow burn game made into series. Like, it's it's in a weird spot. Um, I think there's a lot of excitement around it. I think it would be great to be able to see it. So I don't know if it's like I was debating like is is this a good length lay? Is it a good long shot? But I feel like this would pop. So I think they'd show it. I don't know if they'd show it with like a, a date other than like the release window they currently have, but I feel like it feels like a good time to show more of it as we are approaching when it does come out, whether or not that's 2023, 2024 remains to be seen, but that's what I got. 2023 is not a chance. Like just, that just ain't happening I no? think, at this point. Yeah. Like the, winter, they they're not going to slide in that December slot again. Cause, cause like last, core? last time when they announced both crisis core uh, remastered and, um, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, they both got winter release dates, but one was 
last winner and this is next winner and like immediately then i was surprised that uh crisis core even snuck in in that december but crisis core being a psp remaster or whatever coming out in the middle of december like that all adds up for what they're doing there they're not going to be putting out final fantasy 7 sequel in december like that that is i think clearly if we're lucky going to be in the first couple months of 2024 you know, they, they slide into that first spoken spot uh which is january end of january yeah no yeah, I, I, I even think that that's too early i i think that oh, it's shit. when's the tanta forespoken dlc that, this week or next <laughs> i think i think that's out right now <laughs> i think Final Fantasy seven rebirth my my gut tells me at this point that it's at uh, april i think it's april next year mm -hmm. even though that technically doesn't count as winter i think they're technically next, not yeah. gonna wow. make what they what they said um it can snow in some territories in april in terms of seeing it at this event i literally think it's 50 50. i think the thing holding it back would be Final Fantasy 16 yeah like being so close but not there's not much to say we'll get to some shit later uh, i was gonna say you feel like i feel like that's there uh, that gets a trailer 16 yeah well i have a prediction later that we'll get to that uh, but uh with, with <laughs> rebirth it's like square loves final fantasy 7 sony loves final fantasy 7 gamers love final fantasy 7 any chance they get to remind people hey this thing's happening this thing you loved it's happening and it's big and it's crazy they're gonna do that when final fantasy 7 was remake was first shown in e3 2015 months later they showed another gameplay trailer at um uh psx and that was unbelievable that they did that because it was like that. we knew that game was nowhere close to being done but they just knew just having it is going to be a big deal um so i don't think it's a lock but i do think that it it's potentially going to be there and i'm very excited about it tim what is your lengthy prediction here's my lengthy one I'm Tim. I like getting spicy with these. Not that spicy until the end, Greg. A new Uncharted is announced. Please no. Is it Not I can't play these games again with my mm. brother. It takes us so long to play them. You still, you still got to play Lost Legacy. I know. Anyway, Tim, what Not is from Naughty Dog. Not from Naughty Dog. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. History repeats itself. Yes. Here we go. Not led by Nathan Drake. And here's where my lengthy stuff comes in. But he is shown or referred to in the teaser mm. so it's still in the world somewhat of our uncharted is it the prediction everybody thinks wants it to be makes the prediction of a spoiler for uncharted 4 this is your last chance to turn it off that it's his daughter i'm not even gonna go that far because i don't know could be a prequel could be this could be I that so. could be all over the place i don't know but i think nathan drake is involved in the teaser somehow but here's the tim getty spicy stuff here we go Fuck. spicy meatball blue points doing it You're everyone's right, talking about bend but then everyone's talking about oh blue points doing some original stuff they've done uncharted before They've done it. Hmm. They did the Nathan Drake collection, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they graduated to bigger, better things with things like the Shadow of Colossus remake. They got the stuff for that type of game with this level of fidelity. I think they could do it. I think they could pull it off. And I have real faith in them. So I'm going to say it. I like the prediction. Blue point. New Uncharted game. God damn. I like it. Well, we were having a conversation about this recently about... Yeah, Sony Ben seems to be working on um, their own new IP, and this was part of the saga. Part of that, yeah, the of, like I think it was Schreier or, or Bloomberg at the very least um, doing the whole breakdown of, oh yeah, this is how, like it. It went from visual um, arts breaking down, visual Sony arts, doing this. yeah, and then like you know Sony Ben, and then them possibly working on a new Uncharted thing, and then Sony are uh, them going from making Uncharted one remake to then working on Last of Us remake, and then that being transferred to Naughty Dog to actually finish. And, when the conversation that we had recently, it was, but who would be making an Uncharted right now? Everything out of all the parties, Blue Point actually does make make a lot of sense, um, especially because it seems like PlayStation would like to, that to happen. You know, it seems like PlayStation would, for a, a company that just put out an Uncharted movie not that long ago, I think they'd be totally down. I'm sure they're in conversations with people being like, hey, 
anybody want to work on this? Like, is, does anybody have interest in working on Uncharted? I think Bluepoint, if they are looking to work on something original, that could make a lot of sense. Or at least original content, I should say. It's been a long time since we got a new game in one of PlayStation's biggest IPs. Yeah. I love it. That'd be awesome. I'm excited to see it. We'll see. I like how that's not even your long shot. Long no, shot dude. is our final one here. Of where, what is your long shot? How much longer can you get Tim with this shit? Tim's had two shots. long shots in a row. <laughs> yes. no. Tim likes to and be spicy. I do, think, I do think to Tim's point, like I like with the, you know, tossing back to the lock, like I do think we'll see, you know, we're getting into all these. All, these all have overlap, right? I do think we could see Corey Barlock's next thing. Sure. I, I technically think we could see an Uncharted in the sense that Uncharted makes money and people fuck with it. So sure. like sure you know again natalie flores capitalism is over a story isn't over until capitalism decides it is banger bar from natalie so yeah but for they these for these categories i wouldn't personally put them in there but i do i could see a world where everything tim says like is somehow right and it's like okay boom banger showcase I mean, and my thing you know just because i know people are gonna be like tim's overhyping himself i literally don't think i am i i don't think all the things i'm predicting are going to be there i do think looking at this list of every single thing we said we're going to get the majority of them and like that's pretty damn cool i can't fucking wait for this goddamn showcase yeah tim what's your long shot okay here we go with my long shot this one this one i actually think is really comes really, to ps5 this is a good no <laughs> I, FIFA I actually, 24. janet i think this might be an even bigger long shot than that okay my long shot is that Twisted Metal will be revealed. The game? Mm. They're going to do it. That, so funny enough, I think that's a lock. <laughs> and it actually is going to look good. Oh, okay. That's a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> that is my long shot, everybody. I feel like there is a chance the Twisted Metal will be there. And you know is what? Is Anthony Mackie a voice in it? Um, ooh, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I really don't think so. Do you think he'll be a, a skin later on that you can uh, have for DLC? Yes, probably. Uh, you know, I need to wait to see this award-winning show before I, I, I can mm -hmm. confirm or deny any of that. But Greg, did you know? Because I didn't. That Samoa Joe is Sweet Tooth. Yeah, but it seems to be in body only. Yeah, Will Arnett's the voice. Is the voice? Okay, cool. This yeah. is going to be an amazing show. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, July. It's going to be all episodes right. at Peacock. once on the cock. Um, <laughs> I hate that so much. Is this the first time you've said this? Sir? It's not. It won't be the last. Uh, Twisted Metal being revealed. Actually, looking good. All right. I will be the judge of that. Okay, I will sure. be the one to decide. <laughs> sure. That seems I a little twisted. too convenient. Mm -hmm. I don't uh -huh. know. I am a I twisted metal band. You should be the judge of it. Hey, but, but Janet, I will keep it 100. And I promise you, because when Twisted Metal 2013 was announced, I lost my mind from hype. Lost my mind. And then we saw gameplay. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is not what I want. So I kept it real then. I'll keep it real now. I want a good Twisted Metal. We got to acknowledge that Janet has a magical shelf. Because, like, about once or twice a show, she turns around, picks out just a random game, and it's always correlating to some conversation that we're having. Yeah, and man. It's like, I got, I got Naughty Dog's unreleased thing. IP back here, too. Like, I'm going to reach my hand in. We'll know what they're working on. I love uh, it, though. Yeah, Janet. Up there you Fuck go. Phil PSP. Spencer's shelf. It's, it's all about Janet's shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PSP launch title, Twisted Metal Head on a remake of Twisted Metal 2. Debatably the best Twisted Metal. The, the one she's holding, I would say, is debatably the best Twisted Metal that there is. I had a lot of fun here. You know, cars go boom. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't digging into the weeds here narratively. Funny enough, my brother was explaining what the, the narratives are of these, where he's like, and I like didn't even remember there was a story. I'm like, I oh, thought we were just like going shit up. And how, yeah, how it's all, I, I don't know, like, it's, you have like these weird monkey's paw situation mm -hmm. I don't understand. anyway this was of an era right i i am looking if if they drop something like that i would be very curious to see what it is and i'm very i go in with an open mind 
in an open heart because back when i was how old was i when this game came out 2005 fifth grade um god how old are you in fifth grade are you 12 something like that at the time this was this was what when i was 10 this is what hit and i feel like now that i'm almost 30 it could still hit i don't know you know why not why not i'm on board 10 this is going to be a a fun time in the twisted metal universe um but yeah we very what is what is it looking good mean to you like what would it take for it to look to to wow i don't know but there is there is something there there, there, I don't there, think there, they know either. It's a scary part. I, mean, I don't know. You know, you know there honestly, is something there. honestly I think uh, step one for me would be for it to be a more traditional twisted metal in the sense of there is a big roster of characters and there are storylines and you get the fun, dumb, beginning, middle, and end story beats uh, that have the monkey paw stuff that you're talking about there. Because Twisted Metal 2013 was gang-focused where there was only three different uh, characters, essentially. You're either the doll faces, the preachers, or the, the clowns. And it, that sucked. It was very not fun, very not good. They got way too convoluted with the stuff. Keep it simple. I, I, say. I did say that this was a lock. The one thing that I will say that actually I'm going to backpedal a little bit and say this is ne- not necessarily a lock is that this started off development reportedly. Um, this started off as in development by um, Lucid, who were the guys that did Destruction All-Stars. And it was reported in 2022 that PlayStation took them off of the game because they realized that they put out Destruction All-Stars. And they're like, no, actually, no, let's not have you work on the game because that was a bad game. Um, I forget who PlayStation gave it to. I think it might have been Fire Sprite, um, but double check me on that. That means that this game has been in development for maybe a year, though. And Mm so I don't know if if they're ready to show it off unless they're really trying to cash in on the (laughs) Twisted Metal hype right now. Maybe they are, but... That's I think that's going to be the thing that keeps it from actually showing up if that if that's really Fire the case. Sprite was it Fire Sprite yeah if Sony's Fire Nailed Sprite it. takes over Twisted Metal as Motorstorm director is hired this is January 2022 from Andy Robinson at BGC oh, that shit that's why we keep you around thank you wait what are you, are you gonna let me are you, are you not gonna keep me around for any other reason I'm just saying just for the fact you know that I got mean? the Twisted Metal facts keep <laughs> 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 it small Twisted, Twisted Metal the only thing holding this company together okay <laughs> it's the moving one on yeah. Uh, my long shot, I think, is a very, very long shot, but I wanted to get spicy and dream for a long shot. And I said that after they show Death Stranding 2, in whatever sense they show Death Stranding 2, Kojima intros the Metal Gear Solid 3 reveal trailer. Can you imagine, Greg Miller? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's possible. Anything is possible in 2023. That's, that's, that is true. The things that we've seen announced at showcases, the egos and the stories and the the developments of life that have happened you're like you'll never see that and yeah. then it happens yeah i think it could happen and i hope that it does because if it does all your fears will be quelled right oh yeah when it comes oh to metal gear solid, uh, that'll that'll do so that. much for winning me over it'll do so much for metal gear solid metal gear solid if it we'll happens back. i'll bust out a dance move of your choice on the live stream right choice? here of your choice Why? Wait, <laughs> what, what dance move are you doing for there's something else that you promised for a dance move as well i think so was it not the same thing i forget what it was it was a specific dance move was it the was it a backflip no the dougie can you do a backflip no but I'll try. That's why were you, wait, wait, That's why we wait. keep you around. <laughs> the fact that you're like, was it a backflip? Tim, can you do one? No. I, why would it be a backflip then? How often are you promising things that you physically cannot do? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hope and pray that that would happen because that would just be so amazing and fix everything in terms of like, you know, the, the little bit of lingering. Yeah. No, the lingering guilt of somebody else doing a Metal Gear that isn't Kojima. But we'll wait and see with that. Uh, Janet, what's your long shot? 
Uh, Naughty Dog's next project gets teased. It, no, it's not the multiplayer stuff. Like, I think if we see that sure. there, which I somewhat also expect, you know, if we had to, again, we kind of broke this up in different ways, but I think if we all, like, if I had to make that just that long list again, it would be on there for the the, the multiplayer stuff. But I think we see the new, you know, I think this would the have new. the perfect, yes, the, the new new, as they said, the, the, the technological, the technical term. Um, this has that perfect mix of having kind of everything and i feel like we got this with insomniac when they were like wolverine but also spider-man 2 it's like cool we're getting something new from a studio that knows what they're doing with superhero shit that is also doing the thing i already like so i feel like naughty dog would be in that same lane if they were to tease their next project because we already have you know and i get the multiplayer thing it's not everyone's cup of tea but inherently it's still you know still last of us factions did hit for a lot of people so it has that perfect combo of something you know and then something you don't from a team that you like so uh yeah i think that we get that i don't think it's that wild of a long shot but at the same time like it's so what's interesting about this showcase specifically like you know going back to what tim keeps drawing back to which is the um new creations right we know there's going to be new there's it's likely one of the things we said here today if not multiple are going to be there like when it's new it's going to still feel like a long shot because you don't know what you don't know you know sure sure that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> and then closing out the long shots here. Blessing. Funny enough, I changed this um, not that like a few minutes ago uh, okay. because I came from the chat, copy, and I understand. No, no, no. It's it the fact that I was surprised not to see this anywhere else uh, written down. And I, this is one that I genuinely think is going to happen. And the, the way I put it here, I think it's more so the long shot thing about it. So I think we'll see the follow up to Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Yep. I think that I think that uh, appears next week. I think it also closes the show. I think that that fits the perfect storm of what what you want out of a, a closer in in terms of it is a familiar IP, right? It's something that is returning. It's a sequel. It's something that people are are able to connect themselves to in terms of oh, I love the, the previous thing, and now I'm excited for this next thing. It is PlayStation Studios proper. It's something they own. It's something that they're able to build up as oh, you got to be excited about this, and it's something that we've been waiting um, a, a minute for, right? The last Ghost Shishima was three years ago. It was 2020. I imagine that we're starting to get there in terms of getting um, started with that Ghost Shima uh, marketing cycle. I imagine that this game has to be one or two years away. Yeah, like I think around now is about it was around the time that you want to start talking about. It. I don't think we get anything substantial. I think maybe it is a cinematic or a logo in the way that we got that God of War Ragnarok reveal back in yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's what we get, and I think it closes the show. See, yeah, that's my thing with it is I I still don't feel like we're close to getting that game. Like I still think that game's a way out. And so it really becomes how how far in PlayStation's handbook did they feel they're teasing out? And that's the thing of, I don't know if Ghost 2 has the juice to get the Ragnarok logo and be awesome. For sure. You could get a little quick 15, 10 second cinematic ride of like some Mongols walking by and getting sliced up by, you know, Jin in the shadows with a new couple new things. And yeah, boots on the floor. And then you get the logo, <laughs> right? And then there's that. Like, it really is as they try to... Like, again, reload the, the gun, the chamber here. Like, put stuff on the, hey, here's what's coming, the, the roadmap, for lack of a better term. Maybe. So this is where I think this is a really interesting conversation, Greg, where you've been covering PlayStation for your entire life, essentially. For its years, entire yeah. life, yeah. essentially. Wow, and uh, when, you, when you look at how they used to do things in the PS3 generation versus 4 generation versus where we're at now, well, you're talking about the marketing roadmaps and all that. I feel like that's so true for a different time. Yeah. With where this PlayStation is, these showcases are very few and far between. Some years don't even have them. Yep. So I do think the fact that it's happening here, 
I don't think it's out of the question for them to have, hey, here's a couple things imminent. Here's a couple teasers. Here's a couple gameplay things. Here's some release dates. Here's some things with release windows. Like, I think we'll get a little no, bit I of... No, even no windows. Oh, exactly. Just like, hit, this is what Sucker Punch is working on. Yes. Yeah. I think we can get a couple, like, we can get all of those verticals in one showcase and not have it feel weird of like, wow, we only got a logo. Getting a logo is exciting when we know we're not going to get it in the showcase probably every year and that was the i think you and me right the conversation on games daily when we announced it right where i, I forget what you predicted and i was like you mentioned i think that oh well next year's showcase and i was like do you think we're getting a showcase next year because i i'm with you of like if these are going to be few and far between if they're going to be these are the ones that are just like hey here's what's going on and we'll talk to you about these games at state of plays and game awards and little things one-off drops then yeah you do kind of go here guess what Here's what the first parties are doing if they have anything to show or anything that we've greenlit and is definitely happening. It's going to go super early prediction. I think we get this one. I do think we get one next the following year, and I don't think we get one the year after that. Mm -hmm. I think the, what we had was this nice cadence of like the announcements, kind of getting things out there, and th and that'll be the end of phase two of the, the PS5. Interesting. Well. Hopefully, kind of funny will never run out of phases. Thanks to your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can be watching us record the show live a day before anybody else can watch, just like Tyler is, Matthew is, and my dog Nick 96R. Of course, you could also get a whole bunch of exclusive shows over there like Gregway, Kind of Feudy, and of course the next gen podcast. But most importantly, you get the show ad-free. But since you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny, here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code KINDAFUNNY. You can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Promo code KINDAFUNNY at ShadyRays.com drained it all right so for the second part of our predictions i do want to bring in, this is a quick one this is mm -hmm. a clear your mind answer we move on we go to the one the only jake bakes cakes who also put up a tweet i was like yo i heard you all on games daily talking about how are you going to do predictions on psi love you i think it'd be fun to do a whole bunch of these ones and i said you know what a lot of these are fun pulled them out tossed them in here and here we go so we're going to start with the segment we call over under or exact love it tim mm-hmm Six minutes of Spider-Man 2, over, under, or exact? Over. Where, well, how much will you think you're going to get Spider-Man? Not much. Under 10, but over. over. Okay. Over six? Yeah. Got it. Blessing. Under. Janet. Exact. Exact six minutes? Of yeah, because that's what they did last time. That's why I got six minutes from to begin with. That's why mm -hmm. I said four to six, because I feel like mm -hmm. it'll but be yeah, at six, or under. Six minutes last time for Spider-Man? Of Miles, I'm almost 100% sure, because I actually looked back at the old showcase back when we made our our own showcase i look at the old showcase and it was six minutes i'm gonna say under i think five is more what i think for spider-man 2 personally but we'll wait and see hmm. next week wednesday of course we'll be reacting live i didn't say any of that 
you could imagine twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games and then of course uh, ps i love you will be your post show there no janet because she'll be on a beach somewhere drinking a mojito uh Hell next yeah. one we're snaking back janet garcia five minutes of last of us multiplayer that is under under yes okay i i also as i said 10 minutes was my prediction i'm gonna yeah, say under gotta, as well by the time they put the boots on the ground <laughs> shut up like, with the goddamn <laughs> boots stop it leave me alone blessing oh wait i think i might have gotten that got, got gotten this backwards and so like if i say over you think it's going to be more than what's being predicted so okay. he says five minutes of multiplayer <laughs> sorry, if you say sorry, over sorry, then you're saying blessing. it's gonna be 501 and up okay then yeah. i'm gonna say yeah, i'm gonna say over i think we get more than five minutes Okay. The way I saw the gears turn, like it, I had to, I lost it for a second. I'm sorry. Now, what's funny, of course, is that you predicted five minutes of Last of Us multiplayer in your lock. Oh wait, we have an exact. Oh, sorry, so that's an exact. <laughs> yeah, exa I'm gonna say exact. I'm gonna say exact. I, I missed the exact at first, but I yes. Fair enough. Uh, Timothy, uh, five minutes, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say. I guess over. Yeah, I'm over as well as I made in my prediction earlier. 30 minutes of first-party content, oh, Timothy. Oh, that's a good one. Right? This is <laughs> why you keep Jake Bakes cakes around. Maybe one day we replace Blessing with him if he knows anything about <laughs> Twisted Metal. Yeah, Twisted Metal knowledge together. And your dance moves. But not backflips. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30 is tough because like, I feel like 25 is a safe bet. But yeah. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... It, over an hour of stuff, right? Yeah. So it is how much first-party and yeah. how much second-party or you know, yeah. third-party? yeah. Uh, so okay oh you know what exclusives not counting like square stuff i'm going to say under i'm going to say we get over 30 minutes yeah i think i think they're going to do those those multiplayer game breakdowns right like if yeah. you do let's say you do over five minutes of the last of us and then you end up talking about a firewalk game or a destiny game i could see those taking up a bit more time alongside the single player stuff and so yeah out of an out of over an hour i think you get over 30 minutes of first party. I'm pushing that way too. I say over, especially when I'm talking about 10 minutes of last just multiplayer, right? I think if you're really going to get in the weeds of it, then you really start seeding it out. But Janet Garcia, what do you think? I'm also going with the over. Um, I think it's going to lean really heavy on first party, even if that means that we get like less items than we expected. Sure. Um, they'll just stretch out some of those uh, bigger pieces. I hate slash love this one. Five minutes of PlayStation VR 2. Mm. Exact. Exact. Okay. Tim? Under. Under. Janet? I think that is under. I think we're going to get more than five minutes. Wait, so that'd be over then, right? See, this is what confused me. Because okay, I no, think okay. this is what Janet well, did last okay, time. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because we just, we just moved on from it. But while uh, well, the sentence would talking, be, I think you're going to get over five <laughs> minutes. I think you're going to get under That's five exactly minutes. What so up, put yeah. a blank there, right, in front of whatever the time is, and then it's over under that way. Or exact. Wait. <laughs> See, now the gears I'm, are turning in Janet's head. I'm so Janet's going through the exact so, thing I just went through. Usually it's like, are you taking the over or under? Like you say whether you're going to be over, over and or under, under the or more stating. and less. Uh, look, so you, greater than, less yeah, than, so like the symbols. For five minutes of PSVR 2, I'd be taking the over because I think it's going to be more than five. Yes? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Is that not what I said? No. 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 Really? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, think yeah, we're going to get more than five minutes of PlayStation VR? Yes. Got it. Yeah, so wait, so I, that's, that's, oh, we're just moving on. We're just fucking moving on. All right. That's the statement you made. We're good. We're good. We understand. Okay. I'm fascinated to see what VR2 is. What I said, uh, you know, when we were talking about on Games Daily was, I think, I think I, if we might have even said five minutes, and I'm like, I think you're going to get maybe five minutes, but probably under. And I was like, I think you get 
maybe a couple trailers and then a montage of VR titles that are coming. Yeah. And I think the only thing that deviates and makes me, cause I, I, I would say, I'll say, I'll say under, I think it's going to be less than five minutes. Wow. Right. And I think it would be the thing that would change that is if they come out and it's like, guess what? Major IP, major IP. But okay, then okay, they're changing the oh, narrative. I thought you were gonna say like VR modes and stuff like that. I, we talked on. about that as well. Yeah, where I think that like, could add up to be more than five minutes. But like y'all know that doesn't count. I, that's my thing. Is if you have a game, it and you're should, like, it's also playable in VR. It's like, I don't know, if, yeah. did you show it in VR? Did you promote it as a VR yeah. game? That's what I'm counting as like making this thing. Tacking a mode on, I don't think counts. And then blessing, we'll start with you. Three live service slash multiplayer games shown. I'm going to say exact. I think we're going to get three exactly. Wow, really? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going. I think that one's an easy over. Because I think if you get third parties in there. Oh, are we coming? Are we coming? Yeah. Okay. Three live service slash multiplayer games is what, is what Jake Bakes Cakes put down. Oh, then I'm going to say over. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking first party. But in that case, I'll say over. Yeah, I feel like this is only interesting if it is the first party side of it. Because um, I think otherwise, yeah. Because we're going to see fighting easy. games. We're going to see, we're gonna see like, a lot of different multiplayer type stuff, I think. I'm just saying, I just, I just read what Jake says, you know? He makes the show, I make it happen. We can change what he says. Nope, you can't. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. Over. Janet? Under, like less than three, <laughs> to clarify, right? Yes, you nailed it. Right? You nailed okay. it. That's perfect. Nailed okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we have a, new, a segment from Jake called 50-50. This is a yes or no question, all right? Uh-huh. Okay. What's well, actually a statement you say yes or no for? Clear. Right? <laughs> uh, Janet, a Kojima appearance. Yes. I agree. Yes. Blessing? Yes. Yes. Tim? Okay. A team Asobi appearance, Tim. And look at yeah. But yeah. no. Janet. Yes. I say yes as well. And I go into the same thing you were talking about, Tim, of like, if this is the showcase and we might not get another shot next year, let's show what the last robot's doing, okay? Mm-hmm. This one's interesting because we've talked so much about it. Uncharted is mentioned. I'm gonna say no. I- I'm saying no. I'm I saying no I- as well. <laughs> okay. Tim's thinking. I mean, I already said. I, yeah, you, I, I forget whether that was your answer, long or your it? lock or your what. You know, I'm going to play the field here. I'm going to say no. Uh, <laughs> that's that's, that's, get the points, that's illegal. All right. You can get arrested for that. You cannot do that. That is uh, against plain. podcast law. I will say the only way Uncharted gets mentioned, in my opinion, is if they say, we've made amazing titles such as Uncharted in the past. Like, sure, sure. maybe that. But mm-hmm. it's not, not in the way that I think this implies, right? Next one. Oh, I, I, I said no. Yeah, yeah. Next one. PlayStation Productions, and I put in parentheses, the TVs, the movies, you know what I mean. It has, makes an appearance. The, the only way this happens is if it is Gran Turismo. Because I don't think they're busting out Twisted Metal at this place. <laughs> for At least the TV show. For some reason, Gran Turismo makes more sense to show up. I think either way, no. I'm going to say no as well. And I feel like that's my biggest gamble. Mm-hmm. Where it's so easy to see them being like... Also, to, don't forget, Gran Turismo's in theaters or the whatever, yeah. like, and actually doing the fucking, or promo, showing like, I something. Can see, I metal. mean, I think it's easy that they talk about Gran Turismo DLC or, or an update, and then that just naturally flows into, by the way, there's a movie coming out. I don't know if they say it in that exact way, but I think they make that connection. Yo, somehow. don't forget this thing. We're, we're I think no, I think it's going to be too, it's going to be too, like, clean cut to have, like, that kind of deviation. Like, I, I could see it happening casually, but I don't, yeah, <laughs> mm. um, but I could I don't think they're going to be casual enough to like slip it in there. And I don't think they're going to want to necessarily draw attention to it. So I say no. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think yes, but I, I don't think it's that big of a lock, but like I'm leaning towards yes, just because of where the industry is nowadays and where PlayStation is. And in addition to Gran Turismo and uh, Twisted Metal, there's all these anime projects that they're talking about. And like, I feel like sure. the, this Gravity would be a Rush. cool place to announce something like whether it's that or even potentially something like 
Like a ghost of Tsushima anime, I think, could definitely happen. I could see that coming to Netflix or some shit. Maybe a little too early for that, but also maybe not. Who the hell knows? Here's the thing that makes me want to reverse my answer. Do I have the, the, the no, ability? No, you locked in and it was supposed to clear your mind. Your <laughs> okay, answer, no, you that's, that's right. fair enough. But I think it's very likely, actually, that they mentioned the last was TV show that just happened. Like, it's Do like, we count that? You can, you can buy a Pedro Pascal skin. Well, is it? I mean, it's technically an appearance. We're talking about I like future I feel like appearance stuff. needs to be news. Okay, then yeah. Then I mean, well, no. Then I don't think. Then <laughs> <laughs> I don't production. fight my answer. Is yeah, it over or under? Plus? Over. <laughs> it's Spider-Man under. Two opens the show. Janet. Uh, yes. Tim. Yes. Plus. Yes. I say yes as well, which negates the other one, which was Spider-Man Two closest. Yes. So we have to worry about it. But cover your bases, Tim, and say yes to that too. Yes. And then I have a segment here called Pure. P.S. I love you, XOXO. What prediction haven't we covered that you want to see on the record as your own? I put for mine, a major IP is announced for PlayStation VR 2. Mm. Uh, you know, I was one of those that I was like, I want to see PlayStation VR 2 do well. I want to see there be hype for it. I want to see there be a reason to buy it. Uh, I actually want to dip into the next segment I have and bring it up because there was one I called Pick Your Poison where we asked you, of course, to write in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y with your predictions, and I chose Cozy Bears to be mine. A new God of War game is exclusively for PlayStation VR 2. Starring Kratos at some point during the franchise's Norse era, the game will be a more cerebral experience with a strong emphasis on using the physics and magic pro- magical properties of the Leviathan Axe and Blades of Chaos to solve environmental puzzles. It'll still have combat, but much more minimal customization in RPG elements compared to those of 2018 and Ragnarok. Of course, I don't for a second believe that's happening, but I would love to see that kind of commitment and hey, you know what? Like, what can we do with the Leviathan Axe and Kratos that isn't just the same gameplay you've seen before and put into VR? Blessing, mm-hmm. what's your pure PS I love you XOXO? My pure prediction, and this is two predictions in one, but I only want points if both things happen. Uh, I think Tekken hmm. 8 and Stellar Blade both get dates for 2023. Ooh. Yeah. I only want predictions if both those things happen. Both Wait, those things get dates. Tekken 8, 2023? I think Tekken 8 gets, I mean, and I think, I think later in the year it gets delayed into 2024. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I think right now, you know, the, the, it, like, the bus is left. Like, I, I, I think, you know, w- without the knowledge of Mortal Kombat happening, I think a Tekken 8 w- would have been coming out in, uh, in this year, right? I think by this fall. Um, I think the fact that Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out this fall means that, yeah, it gets delayed at some point, but I, I don't think that affects the showcase. I think it still comes out and gets announced for a date this year. Okay. Tim? you want to do Janet? Sure, Janet. Yeah. Um, you want to save yours for last? Slack. N- yeah, well, oh, also, I too, I, got, I, I just slacked y'all. I got to head out. Like, oh, yeah, no problem. Now, oh, yeah, we've been going so, so long. So sorry. Do, let me just, no, no, it's all good. Uh, let me just do my, if I didn't have a hard out, I would totally just hang out for forever because this is awesome. But I'll do mine and then dip out. Um, so, yeah, Pure Peace, I love you. Astrobot returns in some form. It's a little risky because we got Team Asobi appearance. And I think that, sure. I don't know if they're going to be doing Astrobot again. I, I hope, they hope do. and pray. I again, hope they they, they're so, they have so much sauce that, like, I'm down for whatever they're making. But if I could order. I would be ordering some Astrobot because I love that little guy and it's so fun. So that's my prediction. And then for the one that I pulled from the community, uh, it's funny because I was, I was writing in this doc and Blessing was here and I was like, uh, like typing right after him and like all this shit's shifting around and stuff. So, you know, I think there were so many great predictions that people wrote in on and a lot of people said the same <laughs> kind of stuff. For me, uh, I'm pulling from Dustin Wayne who writes in and says, Resistance remaster or remake, but for Greggy, Infamous remake are my long shots. Realistically, 
Horizon multiplayer reveal with gameplay. That's oh. the, I'm kinda, I kind of picked this as like my, I, I'd love to see it, so I'm going to hype it up, right? Um, specifically, you know, unsurprisingly, what speaks to me here is that Horizon multiplayer. I would be a little surprised to see another dip into the Horizon Wells so shortly after the DLC had dropped, but at the same time, like, I think that's such a good game for multiplayer like i know people are gonna people are always in the chat like why would you want this why would you, would you not just want monster hunter because i don't want to read all that shit that's in monster hunter like i don't got monster <laughs> hunter mind i'll say it. i'm not I'll, I'll even put the put the put that community on a pedestal i'm not smart enough for what y'all are doing i don't have the patience of d taking things down for two hours i want to get in there i want to like you know shoot some arrows and cheese stuff with friends i want to lay down some traps walk away like i don't want the the intricacies of that are not what speak to me as a player so i do think that this has that energy without the complexity in a way that's going to be good for a sector of the audience so that's the one i pull from uh excited to see how it all pans out again i gotta dip out i played humanity and i fucked with that humanity is cool i talked about it on min max if you want to go somewhere that is else but that's don't the go place anywhere I about else it. All right, don't go anywhere. Um, also, I'm streaming it tomorrow as well. So, yeah, um, shout to that. I will also be playing LEGO 2K Drive, so I'll let you know what I think yeah. of LEGO 2K Drive. Let's yeah, go. I'm playing it tomorrow. I'm very excited to check it out. I also booted um, it up. We can talk about that later. Right? Like, yeah, we can compare we'll, we'll get back to these things, but, uh, you know, good, this is so weird because I never leave early, but thank you for having me, even though I live here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what's your, your uh, I'm sorry, your pure PSLV prediction? So the pure prediction here that I'm making, uh, something that I want on the record as mine, it's, a, it's another one of those ones that could be a long shot, but I also don't think is as long of a shot as it might sound. Uh, going back to what uh, Janet was saying earlier about Naughty Dog's next project being uh, announced in addition to potentially The Last of Us uh, multiplayer mode, yeah. right? I don't think it's out of their own possibility that The Last of Us 3 gets formally announced at this thing. Wow. And my reasoning for saying that wow. is backing up what we've been talking about, about these PlayStation showcases being this biggest event ever, getting a lot of news in there. I don't think you can kind of overshadow yourself when you're PlayStation. You're just kind of defining your market dominance to the all the millions of people that have PS5s. Yeah. Like, hey, here's the games you're going to be playing and why you should still be excited and why we're so fucking awesome. Uh, and so far, they haven't messed that up. So I think that uh, them even just saying, hey, this is happening, um, it, officially, we can kind of like stop like worrying and seeing if it's going to. Looking at what Insomniac has done now twice, where they came out and were like, boom, Miles Morales and Ratchet and & Clank, and then boom, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, I can see Naughty Dog being like, yo, there's Factions and there's Last of Us 3. In addition to the, my reasoning there, I also can imagine them wanting to be like, hey, if Factions isn't your thing, Last of Us 3 is coming. Don't Last worry. It actually yeah, is coming. Yeah. Counterpoint to myself, I can see them not wanting to devalue um, the but multiplayer the and factions. And mm -hmm. I, I want them, or they want people to know that it is equally important. But I think PlayStation's smart. I think that they can find a way to make both sound equally important of just setting something up like this is coming and, and also in the future. Last of Us 3, all you need is a title shot, a card, whatever it is. A more Metroid Prime 4 type announcement. Okay. I like that. Uh, Tim, while you have the microphone, what's your uh, one you pulled from kindoffunny.com slash PSILY? Uh, one that I actually really love and think is going to happen. Um, you think it's going to happen? Big Balls McGee writes in <laughs> saying uh, the Final Fantasy 16 demo is announced and releases after the show. Oh, that'd be awesome. Square is um, always putting out demos for their uh, their big games um, dating back to Final Fantasy 15, Forspoken, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. It's something they do. They like announcing that during showcases. They have so many ties to PlayStation. This being PlayStation's uh, big 
summer game exclusively, right? Sure. Uh, with it coming out June 22nd. Um, I think everything about this is just like the perfect storm of like, I would be very shocked if a demo is not released that day. Hell yeah. Wow. And then Blessing, round us out with what you picked from the community. Uh, this actually goes back to Tim's original prediction at the top of the episode yeah. where Dominic writes in and says, a CGI teaser for San Sony Santa Monica Studios' new Cory Barlog directed IP. Long way out, no date, just flavor and a name. Uh, and their writing stops there, but I would, I would also be, again, aligned with Tim in terms of I think it's going to be something sci-fi. I think it's going to be something spacey. Oh, yeah. And it's called Helldivers 2. Ah! <laughs> we have such a banger ahead of us, man. Like, looking at all these predictions, the amount of different predictions we made, the amount of different titles we talked about, that we're going to assume some of those are going to be there. And we didn't even talk about a lot of things yeah. that we also just kind of assume could be there. So we didn't talk about, like, there's more Konami stuff that could, like, there Castle could be a Hill. Castlevania yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Silent, Silent Hill, Hill. I think Silent Hill 2 will be there. Where's yeah. Little Devil inside? And yeah, man. Helldivers 2, actually. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, Arrowhead, get it together. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't wait. Of course, Wednesday, May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, you will get your PlayStation Showcase. As I said, we will be live reacting to it on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. It will be followed by a live recording for everyone of PSI Love You XOXO as your post show, which will then, of course, go up on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. But for now, I digress. Blessing. Greg. What'd you pick on PlayStation this week? I actually know what we're doing this still. Uh, I, I just want to talk real quickly. I mean, you can run through yeah, what came yeah, out, yeah. but we each touched humanity. I think it's worth tossing so out. So yeah, the drop this week is uh, Trackmania for PS5, PS4, Humanity for PS5, PSVR, uh, PS4, and PSVR 2, and then Lego 2K Drive for PS5 and PS4. And then, yeah, regarding <laughs> what do we pick to play on PlayStation, I played a bit of humanity. I know you played a bit of humanity. Yeah. How much humanity have you played? Uh, I played enough to confirm that yep this is not a game I'm, that's my jam at all like oh. you know what i mean like i i played it and i get it and it's just not my kind of puzzle game like i just don't like that kind of stuff and so it was like twisting the world and doing the thing and then walking off the sides of the and i was like i it's very much like i appreciate when i can i look at a trailer and i'm like that game doesn't seem like it's going to be for me but i'll try it and i'm like you know what my senses were correct that i would not enjoy this kind of thing it's just i get it I get it, and I can totally understand the get the dopamine. You know, oh, I figured it out. Here's how I'm gonna route the people to the thing. But it's just like I don't want. I don't, that's not my jam. I don't yeah. want to play that. I've also played. I've not played um, a great amount of it. I probably played about an hour and a half to two hours, so enough to kind of gauge my first impressions. And my first impression so far is that 1,000 percent, it is my thing. Yeah. I'm in. I'm enjoying it a lot. I think the idea of it is it's super simple, but also super smart at the same time. It's sure. basically a Lemmings type game where you are commanding large groups of people uh, to follow directions in order to get them to the shining door at the end of the level and each different level is a different kind of puzzle box where it is all right i need to tell people to turn left here then turn right here and then they jump here yeah and then you get you as you play you unlock additional commands which are jump or long jump or float and the list goes on in terms of different things you can command them to do in order to get from one part of the level to a different part of the level and different uh, because of the way the levels are de designed there are different textured um, uh, um, like boxes that you can like do things with where a side of a thing might have a certain texture which means you can climb up on it and so you point people there have them climb up this wall have them walk towards this guy that this gold guy that you want to collect to get the full points for the level and like I really like that method of thinking. It is very simple, but I think the thing that actually really does elevate it is the fact that this is an enhanced game, which means that, uh, you know, that's the studio that did Tetris Effect, that's yep. the studio that did Res Infinite. They know how to elevate that the aesthetic they know how to elevate the like the vibes the music how a game looks how a game um speaks to you in terms of the feel and everything right if it 
feels like an experience as much as it feels like a puzzle game. I played a little bit of it, of it in PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. And it really it was really cool. Like it actually came through. I, it's funny because I did not know what to expect in VR because that's not a thing they really displayed in trailers and stuff because that's sure. such a hard thing to market. But it really is you looking down at these puzzle boxes and you're seeing these people fly around and it just it's I the played same it in non VR, so I just played on a TV screen. Yeah. It's the same game, but it just takes on a different perspective and it's way more immersive in VR. And there was a moment where I'm I'm um, doing a level and I'm coordinating the, the the troops of people and I have three different lines of of, uh, of people going on and I command one line to like jump across the level this way, the other line to jump across the level the opposite way, and then one line like jump you know in between them right. And so I have three gigantic rows of human beings just flying all over the place and seeing that in VR, there was something about it where I was like, this feels magical for some reason. Like this feels weird and otherworldly in a really cool way and i think the vr actually does push it a little bit um and so i appreciate it for that but yeah overall i am really enjoying the game it sucks that this game is coming out at such a busy time because sure. i'm having a forced time for me myself to play this game that i really want to play i wish that there was a time of the year that was free but it seems like that's happening less and less that doesn't <laughs> exist anymore yeah but yeah no i really dig it i think if you're a puzzle per game person then 1000 percent, this is one to look out for if you like enhanced games pick this game up and also it's free on playstation, PlayStation plus, plus extra, extra. Yeah. Yeah. and so yeah if you have that you have no reason not to to pick it up it's a fantastic video. it's a it's a really good it's a i'm, I'm trying to think of like, <laughs> is that you're trying to what's the adjective i want to put yeah, what's the adjective i want to put on uh, on this so far i'd say fantastic it's, uh, for you it's an engaging puzzle game yeah so yeah. far i'm really enjoying it and so i'd recommend it for sure all right Ladies and gentlemen, that's another PS I Love You XOXO in the books. As I said, our next episode, of course, we'll record live Wednesday the 24th after the PS Showcase. That's right, PlayStation Showcase live with us, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, 1 p.m. Pacific time, May 24th, and then immediately following that, a live recording for everybody, public and free, on Twitch and YouTube before it goes everywhere else on YouTube and podcast services as PS I Love You XOXO. Jumping a little further there, though, Greg. We're, we're having a whole party day that day. We'll start with Games Daily. We'll be live in all the normal places. That'll probably be like our final predictions going in and sure. there. Whatever's then, leaked. After that, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> after that, in between Games Daily and the stream, we're just going to be live, hanging out, having fun. Oh, nice. We're I didn't know that. some cool stuff. We're definitely just going to like uh, get into Can it. Can we get a so. pizza? Uh, probably. Nice. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'm, I'm trying, I don't know if we're going to have time for this, but I've been talking to the boys trying to figure out a way. How do we combine the stream shenanigans with our shenanigans and like maybe make a game out of predictions right before it somehow, you know, uh, have some fun with it all. Kevin was thinking about maybe a bingo thing. I don't know, but it could be cool. Okay. Could be cool. So like anyway, that. you're going to want to hang out. Clear your, your Wednesday is, is my point. You're going to want to right Tune into kind of funny and go nowhere else. Wednesday the mm -hmm. 24th is what you're saying. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this has been PSI Love UXOXO. Remember, you can support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Get a whole bunch of bonus content. Of course, you can always write in for free at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. And of course, you can get the show with ads on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get the show, please like, subscribe, share, uh, click the bell, leave reviews, star rate on Spotify and all that jazz. It helps us find a new audience. And hey, I bet we're gonna have a whole bunch next week. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.